At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. That is Sean King. His Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be on the field taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll get some thoughts on that game in just a little bit. We've got a Game 5 tomorrow night out yes, we do. in the Bay Area. A 6.07 start time for us in the Pacific time zone. 9.07 for you guys back on the East. Got hockey going on. We got the WNBA Finals. We got to get ready for college football, which started last night, but... We'll kill you, uh, start ramping up. So we got a lot to get to. Our guy Brad Evans going to stop by. Big noise. As he always does. We'll talk about his favorite prop plays of the week, which has been hitting at a very impressive weight rate. If you've been following Mr. Evans on those and Kenny White, he said, what's a losing streak? Back on the winning side of things. What is he, 6-1 and one now? 5-1, and one, I think, right? 5-1. This, this week seven, seven, he had a pick on week zero. Okay, so six and he, one. Yeah, yeah, I believe he's yeah. six and one. He got back with a uh, with an under yes uh, last week with Wyoming and Air Force. That comes home. So Kenny back on the winning ways. He'll join us a little bit later on. And then Motoy Pearson, a odds maker from WinBet, big college football guy. He'll join us in studio in just a little bit. Uh, we'll also head out to the Bay Area as the show goes on. Uh, before we jump into something that. Uh, it's pretty interesting when it comes to playoff odds at DraftKings. I'm just curious because your 
Bucks are uh, are on the field tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Now Thursday night football wasn't a every week thing when you were playing. It didn't exist. But how much does this throw a wrench into normal preparation? Now every team, pretty I think every team has to do it now. So mm-hmm. it's not you know you're you're not getting the the screwed over so to speak. You know everyone has to go through it. But how challenging is it to go from Sunday? to Thursday, and get enough preparation? Not at all. Uh, Because it's been implemented and it's been a part of the NFL for, let's say, what, the last eight to ten years probably? Sounds about right. Teams have gotten accustomed to how to prepare, you know, when to do full practices, when to do half practices, how much to meet, when to travel. And it's actually beneficial for the players. For one, you need standalone games in the NFL to build your brand. Mm. You know, that's the one hard thing for an NFL player to become not only just a great player, but a real celebrity is the fact that they generally play. It's a bunch of games that one people are picking and choosing. So you look forward to these Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night opportunities to do your thing. And also the rest after is where you really gain the advantage. So teams are accustomed to it. I don't think it'll be an issue for either team. Yeah, Tampa Bay started the season on Thursday night football, but that was, you know, by itself, plenty of time to properly prepare for that game. So that's why they're back on Thursday night. They get the Eagles tomorrow night. Uh, and then extended time off, as you mentioned, before they welcome in the Chicago Bears next week. And, you know, the Eagles uh, played all right. So we'll, we'll get into that preview uh, just in a little bit. But I, I wanted to jump into to make or miss the playoff odds because you look at the AFC right now, Sean. Now, we're in the seven teams make the playoff fold. Mm -hmm. So you've got six teams right now with odds. Now, I'll give you the buyback on the other side if you want the plus price. But what's fascinating here is six teams right now, per the odds, I wouldn't say lock, but certainly a strong indication that they, the odds makers believe that they will make the postseason. Bills minus 3,500, that seems to be a pretty... Pretty good uh, certainty there. Ravens, after their impressive comeback win, they're sitting at minus 550. Chargers, minus $5. Titans, minus $4, I guess, because of the, the feeling that they will win that division. Chiefs, at minus 350. Browns, at minus 280. I know you've had questions about the Chiefs, Sean. Uh, if you want to play the no on the Chiefs, it's plus 275. Uh, is that the most intriguing for you to miss out on the postseason if you had to pick one of those six? Well, I think there are four teams that you kind of need to isolate. The Las Vegas Raiders, the Kansas City Chiefs, the New England Patriots, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, to me, those are the four swing teams. It could go either way. Some things have to go right for them, I don't think, as they're currently construed. And it's crazy that you say that about the Chiefs, but the Chiefs are going to be in barn burners every week because of how bad that they are in defense, defense so bad, man. and their inability to run the game. The Raiders look like a playoff lock, but now with all the turmoil surrounding that organization, does that galvanize the organization and they rally and become better, or does it splinter the organization and it falls into a, okay, I know this staff isn't going to be here. Now, for me, it's the Patriots and the Steelers that are interesting mm-hmm. because when you look at these two teams, if you go to their divisions right now, Pittsburgh's last in the AFC North, but it's not by much. Mm-hmm. And because those games are always tight, if they split with Baltimore, Cincy, and Cleveland, they're going to be right there. You know, the Patriots, to me, are kind of in the same boat. 
because it's really only Buffalo in their division. So you've got to look at those interdivision games. They're going to sweep, you know, most likely the Jets and the Dolphins. So or they've already lost once to the Dolphins, but they'll split with the Dolphins. But those are the teams, I think, that are kind of like intriguing as far as like where there could be some value. Now, the team up there, when you talk about missing the playoffs, is the Titans. What's the no on Tennessee? Um, I will get that for you. It is plus 300. To me, that's if you wanted to go against a team right now that has minus or negative odds to make the playoffs where you can get some value, it's Tennessee. They don't look like an NFL playoff team. They found a way to win some games against mediocre opposition, but they're the team that kind of <laughs> smells funny. They don't look like an NFL playoff team. Now, those odds, it would have been interesting to see if the Colts had held on on Monday night, what those odds would look like. I think they would be pretty, I wouldn't say drastically different, but they'd be different. Because you have to remember, the Titans have already beaten the Colts once, uh, and now they have a two-game lead over the Colts. So that is why you sit at a minus $4 for them to make the playoffs, because you do live in that neighborhood where you get to play the Jaguars, you get to play the Texans, and you've got the Indianapolis Colts. So I hear what you're saying, but do you believe from what we saw on Monday night and something that we have brought up quite a bit on this show, which is if there's a point in the season where the Colts seem like they're out of it, I think the full expectation is they're going to pull Carson Wentz so they don't have to give up a first-round pick. Now, if they're making a run and they're you know, going towards a division title, they're going to keep him in if he's the best player out there. So you know, when you look at what the Titans' schedule is, has up ahead it is not easy right you've got buffalo this week on monday night then you've got kansas city and then you've got an important showdown on the road in indianapolis and at the rams so that is a really challenging stretch there i think for the titans it was massive that the colts somehow found a way to lose to the ravens but do you trust in this colts team enough sean not at all. to jump up and take the titans not at all i i think they're gonna be faced with a very difficult decision here pretty soon mm-hmm. now, I don't know exactly when that 70% of their snaps threshold occurs and for those of you that don't know part of the Carson Wentz acquisition was if he plays more than 70% of the Indianapolis Colts offensive snaps this season the second round pick turns into a first round pick for the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles, Eagles right yeah. now Philly's sitting with three picks yeah. in the top 10 crazy. by the way and could add another pick if Carson plays out the string, but I, I just don't see it. I, I mean, and you know, their only saving grace is outside of the NFC East. This is the worst division in football. This division has given up, and I'm talking about uh, AFC South, mm-hmm. has given up over 500 points. The only division that's done that is the NFC East. They're terrible across the board, but in the AFC, this is where people go to find wins. And so when you look at this Tennessee schedule, as we pull it up right here, who are their victories against? Jaguars. They've beaten oh, so far. Yeah, they beat an Indy and Jacksonville, who both stink. They beat the Seahawks in a miracle comeback. Mm-hmm. But then their losses. I mean, you lose to the Jets. Like, where do you make that game up in the season if it's tight? See, that loss hurts you on the back end when you're trying to fight for that last wild card spot. But now again, somebody's got to win that division. Right. So it more than likely would be Tennessee. What about the Denver Broncos? Denver Broncos, as you looked at the odds, even money to make the playoffs. They get off to a very uh, easy part of the schedule. They start 3-0, and and since then, uh, they have lost their last two games. They lose this past weekend to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So Denver 
No is minus 120. Yes is even money. This weekend, they play the Raiders. They're a three-and-a-half-point favorite there. Then they go on the road at the Browns, get to host Washington at the Cowboys, host the Eagles, and then towards the back half of that schedule, get the Lions in there, get the Bengals in there. Do you look at this Broncos team, and I know you've been very concerned, understandably so, with the injuries. Do you look at them as a team that can make the postseason? I think so, and they say offense sells tickets, defense wins championships. They're outstanding on defense. Through five contests, they haven't given up 30 points. They've only given up more than 20, two out of the five. So even though a lot of injuries have occurred, they're still playing really, really good defense. Now the issue with them is they haven't got into their division schedule yet. Mm-hmm. And they have a really, really tough division. You know, Justin Herbert and that Chargers team are the real deal. By the way, shout out to their head coach. I'm a huge Coach Staley fan. Man Staley, yeah. You know what I mean, he, he's, he really does it for me. And then you got the Chiefs, who are always going to be a live dog. They're not as complete of a team as they have been with their live dog. And then you have this anomaly, that's the Raiders. You know, if they can rally and find a way, I mean, they have the talent to compete. So I think Denver's in-division schedule is going to determine whether or not they make the playoffs. Yeah, Jerry Judy, the latest on him, progressing from that high ankle sprain, but still uh, no timetable yet. Uh, Vic Fangio said in the last 10 days to two weeks, he's made good progress. His return, though... Not around the corner, but it's getting closer. Uh, That would be huge. He was playing so well. Fortunately, didn't break that ankle, but still a high ankle sprain that has sidelined him for the past handful of weeks. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Take a look at the NFC on the other side. It is the nightcap here on VC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that. See that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking to bet smarter on Saturdays. The VEASAN experts have you covered. We're tracking line movement, studying matchups, and finding value across all of college football every week. Whether it's betting the biggest rivalries or surprise underdogs, VEASAN is on top of it from the early kickoffs to the Pac-12 after dark. Stay tuned to VEASAN for the best college football coverage and get more at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Every day brings another opportunity to improve your sports betting knowledge. And the VSIN experts are working around the clock to give you the betting edge. Subscribe today to gain access to the full betting experience of our team of professional bettors, expert guests, and sportsbook insiders. Get the data and analysis you need to improve your sports betting IQ. Start your free trial today at vcin.com slash subscribe and take your sports betting game to the next level. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Bet wants you to get ready for the Breeders' Cup with a chance to win $1,000 in free bets. Go to vcin.com backslash horses to enter for your chance to win. The grand prize winner will have $1,000 deposited into their account before Friday, November 5th, just in time for the Breeders' Cup. There are plenty of runner-up prizes as well, so sign up today, vcin.com backslash horses. Terms and conditions apply. Go to vcin.com backslash horses for more information. That's Sean King. Here you go. I'm Tim Murray. I know Sean is fired up for the Breeders' Cup. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait. Have you? When did you get Nin- into the horses? You've 1988. I was 11 years old, and I was watching television. I want to say it was NBC. It definitely wasn't on cable. We could not afford cable. <laughs> Back then, there was this broadcast, and they were talking about this horse race, something called the Kentucky Derby. Mm -hmm. And there was this white guy that had silver white hair named Dwayne Lucas. And I was fascinated because I had never seen this before. Uh Not a lot of white guys walking around St. Pete, Florida, you know, in the late 80s, you know, with with snow white hair. Yeah, you know. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, it's pretty cool. Then the Kentucky Derby is usually all colts, meaning male horses. Yeah. There was this female, they're called she was called a filly named mm-hmm. Winning Colors. Never forget Gary Stevens. We had this story when I worked at NBC, and I was like, you know, I want her to win, you know, because I'm all about advocacy and equal rights. Sure. And she won, and I just was like, that's the most amazing thing ever. And that's how I was introduced to it. And then my first time wagering was in 1999. Fast forward 11 more years, I had just gotten selected. By the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You got some money now if you want to gamble on some horses. we had just moved into my new home. I had all my boys there. The Kentucky Derby was going on. And 
I was like, I don't know anything about these horses. I don't know pedigrees or anything. But again, here's this white guy <laughs> with all white hair named Dwayne Lucas. I was like, you know what? I'm going to bet his horse. It was a horse named Charismatic. It was 30 to 1. I didn't know how to do anything but bet $1,000 on the horse to win. And guess who won the race? Charismatic. Charismatic. And I've been hooked ever since. <laughs> So shout out to D. Wayne Lucas. I D. Wayne Lucas, somewhere. I yeah. just looked it up. 1999, he had Charismatic, who finished first, who yep. won, and Cat Thief, yep. who finished third. Charismatic had better odds. I've always been <laughs> CEO of the Dog Pound, even, even when I didn't know what the Dog Pound was. But <laughs> I was doing simple math. I think Cat Thief might have been 3-1 to one and Charismatic was 30. I was like, D. Wayne knows all. He obviously thinks this horse has a chance to win or he would not be in the race. And uh, he won. He actually won the, Bre- the Preakness that year as well. Actually got hurt in the Belmont. Almost won the Triple Crown. 1999. So that's there the go. little black kid from St. Pete horse racing story. <laughs> <laughs> I got into How it. How you got hooked on horse yeah, racing. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll have the Breeders' Cup coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, so uh, we'll see if you can uh, pick out some more winners. Oh, yeah. I'm going to kill it. The Breeders' Cup is hard now because you have the European contention. Mm. So it's a lot of horses, you know, some of them which haven't really raced in America a lot, but we'll see. It's a couple horses I have circled already as we get closer. You going to get down to Del Mar for it? I'm trying. I'm trying because I think, if I'm not mistaken, the first day of the Breeders' Cup is Friday. Mm-hmm. Friday the 5th, yeah. You know, so um, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Not the easiest ticket to get because I want sweet tickets. I got to be, you know, where I can, you know, be comfortable. I like how the story started. We couldn't afford... We couldn't afford cable. Now it's, I only go if we can get sweet tickets. Well, to the you, when you go to a horse track <laughs> on a day like that, and, you know, you sit, you know, with the, the normal seats, like going to the bathroom, you know, hydrating, you know, getting food, that stuff becomes a lot more work. Whereas if you're in a suite, you know, everything's right there. I think, I have a, I think, I, I think I'm good. All right. Thanks yeah, we'll the, see. Thanks for the invite. I might have to take a sick day on Friday because I really would like to go for both days. Or maybe we can do the show from Delmar. You'll never know. Figure it out. Yeah, Aaron can stay here and hold down circle, and we'll go to Delmar. <laughs> um, we, uh, we're continuing this discussion um, about playoff teams because it, you know, it feels like teams are starting to separate themselves from the pack a little bit. We just discussed the AFC. In the NFL? Yeah. I, mean, I think this is as competitive at as least, it's ever been. Well, I'm saying, I think in the futures market it is, but when it comes to playoff teams, we just had six teams with pretty uh, close odds to make the postseason. Take a look at the NFC. You've got five teams, mm-hmm. Sean, that are minus 650 or better to make the playoffs. Buccaneers, same odds as the Bills, as we just discussed in the AFC, minus 3,500. Then you've got the Cardinals at minus 1,000. Makes sense. They're the last unbeaten team. They're five and zero. Hard to believe. Here we are. You know, just five weeks into the season, and the Cardinals are minus a thousand to make the playoffs. You could have got plus money on that preseason. Cowboys at minus nine hundred. That seems to be a lock. The NFC East. The rest of it is a disaster. Uh, Rams at minus eight hundred. Packers at minus six fifty. So let's just stop there before we get to the Saints, who are at minus uh, one twenty. Of those five teams that we just witnessed, mm-hmm. talked about Buccaneers. I. I think it's safe to say they're making the playoffs. Yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, Cardinals, th- that's fascinating to me, but, man, you're 5-0. and It's hard to mess that up. Injuries have guaranteed they make the playoffs. Yeah, with uh, because of the Russell Wilson's and the out, the 49ers yeah. are banged up. Uh, then you look at the Cowboys at minus 900. I think the division pretty yeah, much guarantees that. Yeah. 
Rams at minus 800, and then the Packers at minus 650. Uh, the Packers keep, you know, they're 4-1 now. Um, they lose that opener against the Saints, and since then they've found ways to win. They've had some dominating wins, and then, you know, like last week, they miss a bunch of field goals, but fortunate to, uh, to get out of Cincinnati with that 25-22 victory. Any of those five teams, you think, who of those five has the least chance to make the playoffs? They're all 100% making it. I mean, barring <laughs> one of those quarterbacks getting injured right. and them having to go to a backup quarterback, they're all getting in. Because here's my early evaluation of the National Football League. The top of the NFC, NFC is as good as it's ever been. The AFC is a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Meaning the Denver and the Clevelands of the AFC are better than the Saints 49ers, Seahawks of the NFC. But at the top, I mean, you look at that list, you're talking about Tom Brady, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers. They're all in the MVP hunt. Like, any of those teams on any given day can beat anyone. So I don't see a scenario where those five teams don't make the playoffs. To me, what's really important in the NFC is home field advantage. Mm-hmm. because the only cold-weather team in that group is Green Bay. Yeah. So if you're Green Bay, you're trying to not just make the playoffs and win your division, but you want to make Rams, who play indoors in L.A., Arizona, who plays indoors in Arizona, Bucks, warm-weather climate. You want those teams to have to come to Green Bay for the NFC Championship game. So to me, it's not about those five making the playoffs. It's about who can secure home-field advantage as they progress in the playoffs. Yeah, Packers had it last year, uh, and uh, and Kevin King happened. That is true. Yeah. Uh, also, Mike Pettin happened too. Uh, that was pretty good. A uh, pretty good play call in there. Uh, but we digress. Um, I mean, what was what's your opinion on? Do you think any of those five have any chance of not making the playoffs? Any chance? I mean, I mean, if barring one of the quarterbacks getting hurt, I just don't see a scenario. I mean, the Cardinals would have been the one, even though they're undefeated, but Trey Lance isn't good enough to be a starting quarterback on a winning team this year. The weird thing is, you look at the Packers, and they're 4-1, and one, and yet their point differential, now it's a bit skewed because they lost by five touchdowns week one. They've got a negative point differential, but I just I can't envision, once again, barring injury, seeing the Packers not make the postseason. Um, you know, the Vikings, in my opinion, are the second best team in that division, despite the record not showing it. But are they going to find ways to beat the Packers a bunch? I, I think the Packers are going to make it. Here's what's interesting. The Packers have given up the same amount of points as the Bucks. Right. They've given up 122. Four, six less, six more points than the Rams. You know, only five more points than the Cowboys. So I think that's just par for course in the NFC right now in a lot of ways because of the elite play at quarterback. I mean, you've got some studs in that conference at quarterback. You really do. So as it pertains to the other teams in the NFC, who do you think makes it? We've got, you know, the Saints, they're 3-2. and two. 49ers, they've got injuries at quarterback. Seahawks, they've got injuries at quarterback. Can Let me look at the Seahawks here. Can Geno Smith hold it no. down long enough? No, no. Even if Russell comes back in four they were weeks. two and three with Russell. Yeah. So now you, no matter who was going to replace him, you're down. What about the Panthers? Three and two. No, not McCaffrey without McCaffrey. Gone. If McCaffrey doesn't get, you healthy, do know seven teams have to make the playoffs. I know, I know, but the teams I was going to tell you, <laughs> the Saints are the ones that are getting Michael Thomas back. Yeah. They're, they're they're the team that's been treading water 
with a other best player miss games. And if you were going to give me a team and listen, I, I'm not betting with this guy. He's any saying point, the Vikings. He's if, saying the Vikings. If there's a team that's underachieving, it's Minnesota. So if somebody's going to get hot and make a run, it'd be Minnesota. Yeah. That should have beat Arizona. Yeah. Fumbled in overtime with uh, in field goal range against uh, against the Cincinnati Bengals. What are the Vikings? Plus 225. That's yeah. not bad. I could see them making the playoffs. Playing in that division, you're better than the Bears. You already beat the Lions. Yeah. I trust Kirk Cousins more than Sam Darnold. Wow. Wow. It's a nightcap here on Visa. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Keep it rolling here on the Nightcap, and we've got ourselves a special guest in the house. <laughs> My man, Motoy Pearson. Mo, what's going from on? WinBet. And uh, you know things are things are rolling. You guys are in the talk of the city. You guys are the talk of the country. You guys are rolling over there. Oh man, I don't know about all that. I don't want you to make me blush on air or anything like that. I mean, we'll you keep... know, I mean, I'm already jealous. He walking here, light skin, good hair. I mean, I'm over here bald. Can't figure <laughs> it out. Good jeez. I barely just grew it out, man. You get word to the pandemic, man. They they did me well. My hair grew out, so you know, I kind of learned that I could do that during yeah. that time. Yeah, yeah, not so much for me. <laughs> I, I let it grow, and I'm Mike Tarico. Yeah, that's at a much younger age. Yeah. You know, he's got like the sunroof. But mine like the okay. yeah, yeah. Still handsome though. Yeah, yeah I appreciate it. Yeah. You're the second <laughs> no person doubt. in the world that thinks that. You don't worry about it. You're right. my oldest daughter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not his wife, his oldest yeah. daughter. Yeah. <laughs> uh where I want to get into a lot of college football mo with you and you guys over at, at Wimbet, I thought had a very unique uh way to go about the Heisman uh race. And, you know, it's like anything, it's a you know it's a one way market. I guess here at Circa they do two way on some players, but you guys put up to finish top three in Heisman voting. I think this is a really <laughs> unique way to go about it because you know you look at some players, and I think you know to me preseason this might have been a way to go about looking at someone like Malik Willis. Now I don't think that's going to happen now, but I think you know when you look at the futures market for college football. When you incorporate to make the playoffs, it makes it more intriguing. So, how has this been going for you guys with this top three? And how? How? I mean, it's got to be changing so quickly on the fly because I mean, you know, a guy like Kenneth Walker that Sean's been talking about since that Northwestern game. I mean, look at that plus two fifty. I don't even know if you guys had him on the board when you guys posted these. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, there was a few of the guys, uh, Travion Henderson, yeah. Kenneth Walker, that we didn't have on there that you know we presented in the field. Uh, you know, lucky for us, we didn't put a field in the top three finish, so we've added, you know, plenty of guys that, um, you know, still have a shot. Kenny Pickett's still in there, who's yeah. having a pretty decent season with Pittsburgh been, right now. He's been, yeah, he's been crushing rise. it. What do you think of Kenny as a, as a I quarterback? I haven't watched enough of him yet. I just saw the Tennessee game, and he played really, really good early, and then they kind of went through that lull. So I, I, I need to watch a little more before I have, like, a, a real evaluation of, of his skill set. But I'll tell you this, November 6th, Malik Willis can jump back in it. To the top three. Yeah, because they get Ole Miss. That's possible. Malik versus Matt Corral. He, yeah. on, Friday, on that Friday night when they lost to Syracuse, he swore off Malik, Malik Willis. Willis. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think we all like, did You're done. for a little bit. Yeah. Get out of my Were face. Were you supposed to be a big-time player, and you get an opportunity against a FBS school standalone game? 
You gotta be the dude that night. You can't be running around like Tim Murray on his JV <laughs> high school basketball team talking about I had three rebounds when the game over. You know what of I mean? Of course, yeah. No, I mean we, yeah, I mean we we watched Malik Willis tonight, and and uh, you know it was kind of a more of a square bet on Liberty. I think on that Friday night, mm-hmm. so it was tough for us to think. And I think they had a lot of guys injured. Uh, the the center being one of the guys, which you know who's just as important to the quarterback, right. you know, as you know uh, football. Feeling, it is correct, friends, you yeah. know. So Malik Willis made enough plays in that game to stay in it, but losing it was obviously a big deal to uh you know his Heisman chances. Yeah, yeah. looking looking at as we had those odds up, uh, courtesy of the folks at WinBet. Yeah, you know, I, I think this is once again. I, I don't think Desmond Ritter personally can make it win the Heisman Trophy anymore, but I think he could definitely finish top three. I mean, if he plays his way and they go thirteen and zero, I think he's got a chance of four to one. I think is interesting. You got Tyler Goodson down there for Iowa twenty to one. I have I have Brian Robinson. I, I did this whole spiel preseason about who could win as a running back, and Brian Robinson was one of them. Then he gets hurt, and he has a big game against Memphis. So, um, you know, what what are some uh, names that, I mean, just you personally are, are intrigued by that could make a run uh, to be in that top three. Well, just off what we were talking about on how interesting it is to book uh, something as, like this, um, you know, considering that there's no one else that's doing it, um, it was tough for even you know, for us to think about how we wanted to split it um, as far as, you know, uh, correlated to the Heisman, uh, to, for, to win the Heisman, yeah. uh, you know, at all. So we tried to cut it into thirds at first. And, you know, as far as from a hold standpoint, you know, we were giving a lot of people, um, you know, great odds on a lot of these guys that, you know, could possibly have a chance to win it. Because considering there's three guys that can win this deal, like right. in this in this uh, in this field, you know, it's rough for us to book it. So, um, you know, guys like C.J. Stroud and, and Desmond Ritter, who we had um, immediately, C-J. From, you know, C-J. <laughs> we had them C-J. 30 to one, um, you know, people crushed us on uh, on them making the top three. And obviously those are guys that we just talked about that could easily make, you know, something like that. But. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, for me, uh, I'm still, you know, Corral, I think, is a, you know, for what he does for Ole Miss, um, you know, he doesn't have the stats yet, but, you know, I think he has 12 touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, the Alabama game kind of slighted him a little bit, but this is somebody that I, I, I thought, you know, had a legitimate shot with, um, with Kiffin going forward. So as we look at that list, where's your greatest liability currently? C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud. Yeah, yeah, I think it's between Stroud and, and it's between Stroud and, and Ritter. I mean, we as soon as we put this thing up, we had Ritter. I think thirty or forty to win the Heisman. Mm-hmm. So someone you know grabbed like twelve to one immediately mm-hmm. for him to be invited into the uh, the top three there. See, my problem with Ritter is they don't really have a high profile game. Like this is to me where they need SMU to go undefeated. Right, that game has to be like a national. Okay, let's take game day there type of game where Stroud still has Penn State, yeah. has Michigan, Plenty. and Michigan State. So he has some big stages and if the he Big can Ten come through, which is not happening. I I have Michigan State 85 to 1. Yeah, to win the yeah, Big Ten. Okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Feeling that, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mel it's, it's, a, it's a great ticket to have, you know, when he they beat up. He has CJ Stroud to win the highest. What would you get him at? 30 to 1 last week. Yeah. I think we, we gave him away at 30 to 1, too. I mean, looking back at it now, I'm like, well, I mean, praying, I, I guess. I mean, you look at thirty to one. He was thirty to one last week. We talked about it on the show. Uh, I went and grabbed it, and then he goes out. I mean, I'm not saying that Maryland's a world beater by any stretch of the imagination, but things this weekend just worked out where Bryce Young loses. Uh, Matt Corral put up good numbers. You know, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, you know, moving forward with, yeah, if, with Stroud, Stroud. if Stroud plays Maryland and Rutgers every week, then he's probably going to win the Heisman. I'm assuming. And the reason I, <laughs> you know, the reason I looked at that bet was who he's throwing to, and then you've got Henderson, who you have to respect in the backfield. So, I mean, he, he's just getting time. And and right now, I think per efficiency ratings, Ohio State's the best offense in the country. So, yeah. 
Um, My only deal is Stroud. I know you're a Stroud hater. I'm not a Stroud <laughs> hater, but right with that. when you have a bad performance in a big game, it's hard for the voters to unsee that performance. And he didn't play well against Oregon. I mean, he looked like a young quarterback who the stage was too big at that time. Now, I blame the drum major because the drum major fell on his face running out of the stands before the game. You can't win when that kind of stuff is happening. Of course. Yeah, when your support team is doing things like that. Well, well, he he missed the game as well, so he didn't even play in the Akron game. So I think when you miss a game as a quarterback to, like, you know, inflate your stats or, you know, have a big game – if the team can win fifty to zero against Without anyone, you, right. I mean, you know, that's something that I would assume that voters would, you know, kind of think of. You, know. you, you also have to remember that some of these voters don't watch games or don't watch games that closely. Simple. And then you look at the numbers, yeah. week two against Oregon, and I, I don't disagree. I right. thought he had to, he had some mistakes. He still threw for four eighty four, three touchdowns and a pick. So here's my theory on. <laughs> so when you look at the numbers, it's like, well, he didn't play that bad. I, I agree with you. So I watched when, the game when we first got our show. When we were talking about Heisman futures. They gave me a list of guys. And you remember what I said I was looking for? Somebody that looks Heisman-like. Because statistics have become so easy to attain with the way the game has evolved. Defenses can't be really physical. Everybody's spread out. Everything's up-tempo. Everybody puts up great stats at the end of the year. It's the guys that when you watch the game, they look like a Heisman winner, which was my deal with Malik Willis against Syracuse. I mean, he didn't play awful, but he didn't look like Somebody, Somebody that could win the Heisman, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, the, the look of it, yeah. To me, Kenneth Walker, if he continues to make runs like he did against Rutgers, and they do what I think they're going to do as a team. Yeah, I think is, I think top three too. I mean, when, what did you guys open Kenneth Walker? Do you remember? Oh, man, so he, obviously he was in the field, right? So as soon as like he even like became nuts on Northwestern, you know, like became kind of a, a bigger deal. I think, and he was awesome last year. I mean, it, it was our fault that we didn't put him in the actual field for you know the Heisman at Wimbet. Which I apologize for. <laughs> Personally, I have, I have him at a hundred to one. Oh yeah, it's for, yeah, Heisman. yeah. I'm glad you didn't bet it with us, then, yeah. if anything. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, we opened. Um, we had him, I think, maybe twenty to one, like where we would have opened him if yeah, he was there. Right. So he was about like you know eight, eight, nine to one to be uh, invited, and now he's essentially like plus two fifty. I'm curious. In there. Just real quickly, we're gonna hit a break here in just a bit. We're talking to Mo, uh, Mo from WinBet, uh, and. What have you done with Cincinnati power rating wise? Have you upgraded them or downgraded them this year, or kept them the same? Ugh, it's. I think it's been a little bit more tougher than I thought. Um, you know, after the Indiana game, where uh, you know, I don't know. I like. We loved Indiana at home, yeah. especially in that. I think we've talked about that too. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah, yeah, I stiffed you on the information I was supposed to send you that day. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that for sure. So I. Um, you know, we respect Cincinnati. Uh, you know, we think they're a legitimate team. But, it's you know, when you get within, like, that top 15, top 20 range of power rankings, yeah. it's tough to kind of, you know, move you up a little bit. Because just considering, you know, what the points mean for a team like that, especially you know, like the, the the week after, I think they had to go to Notre Dame. Yeah, and I still seven. had Notre Dame as a favorite. Like, you know, that was my fault that not to push Cincy up, you know, further. But, you know, I, I think I've been more or less in the same range. I've bumped him up maybe a couple points. I want to get... More into this discussion after the break. Power ratings? Yeah, Yeah, let's get into the power ratings. That's Motoy Pearson from WinBet in the house. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. (laughs) 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Special treat here on a Wednesday night. Mo Pearson in the house from WinBet. They're doing fun things, great things over there at WinBet, <laughs> and they're expanding all across the country, so exciting times there. We had Joe Fan in studio uh, a couple weeks ago, part of the, the WinBet family over there with all their content putting out, so uh, certainly exciting times and Mo part of that team. Uh, Allen Berg may or may not be uh, in, in, you know, keeping an eye on what's going on here. He's waiting for me to mess up. Yeah, he's waiting for it. Yeah. So as soon as I, I like drop whatever to get me canned, uh, he'll be right there. I mean, how bad are the Bears? You know. So I'm just <laughs> uh, that's Sean King uh, over there, and uh, let's keep the conversation going with college football. Um, and you know, and, and you wanted uh, and, Sean. And this to is the point talk I wanted to make Cincinnati. about the power ratings, and it really. It's unfortunate for the non-Power 5 schools because 
all the sacrifices that the AAC has made, let's just use this conference. To me, this has been the non-Power Five's representation of having teams that deserve to be in the college football playoff. Now, Cincy, because of what was done in 16-17 between USF, UCF, and Memphis, now has finally got an opportunity to start the preseason yep. ranked high enough in the AP. And the way they played in the bowl to, game. To legitimately have yeah, a chance to make the college football playoff. But this Cincy team, we were talking power ratings, they aren't nearly as good as McKenzie Milton and UCF to beat Auburn. They aren't as good as the Quentin Flowers team in 2016. Man, the Memphis team in 17, Tony Pollard, who's running for the Cowboys, Daryl Henderson, who's running for the Gibson Rons, Monster team. Guys Anthony too, yeah. Miller, Gibson, yeah. like they were loaded. So like, it's ironic that I think because of the way it's set up, Cincinnati's gonna get in, but they're not that good. Like they caught Notre Dame in a down year. They mm-hmm. caught Indiana when they're terrible. Like they're good enough to go undefeated in this schedule, but they're not an elite non-power five like we've seen the last couple of years. Yeah, those teams were just ahead of their time, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, regardless of how you know incredibly better they were than this Cincinnati team. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't know how like the voters are going to look into stuff like that where they're like, well. I mean, obviously, this is not one of the better uh, non-Power 5 teams we've ever seen. Um, but maybe it's just that time where, like, yeah, you know, their time. they're looking for, like, a public deal, like, where a team like this actually gets into the four. In well, the words of Andy Dalton, it's my time. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, it, it's working. As as it was. It, it's, it's, <laughs> it's working in their favor. Sean doesn't even know it, but he just you know, kind of gave Alan Berg a punch to the ribs there. Um, <laughs> um, but when it uh, – I, I agree. I, I think the Cincinnati team is – is not as good as last year's team. And that's not a knock on this year's team. I just think they were better last year. They lost pros. I mean, that, that's going to happen. But when it comes to your power ratings, Georgia, how far ahead are they than everybody else? Oh, I are think they right there with Alabama? I guess I'll phrase it this way. How much did you downgrade Alabama or if you downgrade them all after last week against A&M? Yeah, it's not much of a downgrade on Bama as it was, which I think maybe it was like, I don't know. A, a, a point five, yeah. maybe a, a, a point or whatever it is, but they're still like within like the ninety eight, ninety nine range, and, and Georgia's like one hundred one and a half, one hundred two. So I mean, they would be like a three point favorite against Bama on a neutral. Um, you know, <laughs> saying that right now on air, you know, it might be a little it's bit scary. difficult, but you know, that's kind of how I see it right now, and, and I respect Georgia, and you know, it's not like we didn't respect Georgia two weeks before or three weeks before when they, when we knew they were dominating teams, but you know, we see right now against um, you know in spots that you're supposed to slip up. You know, they're not slipping up. So, you know, we respect this team, uh, uh, at least in the power rankings. Lower sure. that number Saturday. <laughs> well, he also. I'm, I'm on Kentucky Wildcat upset watch. All right. And yeah, if yeah. they don't beat them, I'm definitely what? signed with the game. How, how did they do against Arkansas when they were an upset watch against Arkansas? That's a different deal. Well, not, it was, oh, okay. Yeah, not too bad. Oh, yeah, okay. That's a different yeah. deal. Zero points is uh, so good enough. There. Here's the thing that always jumps at me. Now, uh, this line, you know. You always hear this, and I love when odds makers like yourself and others are like, we're open for business. You yeah. know, when, when people are like, this line is too high. It's, it's ridiculous. We're open for business. We'll take your money. So what has the, the action been like? Are people taking the points, or you know, are they being loud and then not bringing it to the table? Well, we opened, um, I think we opened essentially lower on that, to, to your avail. So we opened 21 on that game, uh, and we were the world openers. We opened Saturday night. Which we thought was pretty, you know, awesome just for the fact of, of Georgia Kentucky being a big game, um, you know. And right now we've seen the op- uh, we've seen it open up everywhere else around 22, 22 and a half. It's up to 23 at some places that I've seen. Um, so you know we're still kind of hanging on and, and taking enough Georgia bets 
them laying 21 isn't that big of a deal, but we kind of want to hold strong on, you know, keeping it short on Kentucky because we're going to get enough uh, Kentucky money line bets and stuff like that. So, you know, we're going to get enough Georgia bets, but we're, you know, we're still low, low on it, just uh, respecting Kentucky, I guess. I have Kentucky plus the points and on the money line. There it is. Good yeah. luck. Of course. You had Arkansas. We're going to revisit that as, as soon as that game is over as but well. It's just a setup. It's the setup. Because okay. the, the real test is in Jacksonville the following week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, yeah that's got, the real test. They got a bye week. That's, that's a yeah, big, big was, time game. You said it was a you know the real thing. I against said it was Arkansas, a three game stretch, and then you said it was <laughs> you know this weekend. Then it's against Florida. So we'll see. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah, I'm not doubting that. Yeah. My only caveat with Georgia is I don't believe Stetson Bennett and JT Daniels are as good as they've played. I think one of those guys is due for one of those scratch your head type games. Texas A and M beat Alabama because the quarterback played. The best game he's played since Little League. Ever. And in the history of his life. I don't know I've where that seen came from. Like no, I, I don't know where, <laughs> no, that, where I, that came from. This is something that we talked about. Like We watched him. I mean, against New Mexico, against Mississippi State. Colorado, he did I, nothing. I mean, we were just like, you know, obviously this kid might be talented. He's there for a reason. But to come and step it up in a like game like Bama, yeah. I'm just like, what are we doing? He made every and what world is that? Can that even be possibly real? You know, so, I, you know, we were... We were just as confused, so we didn't want to drop Bam or anything in the power ring because we just thought it was like one of those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, it'll be a fascinating game. I mean, I think for Kentucky, you know, I mean, think about the game they beat Florida. They had what 200 yards of offense. They blocked a field goal, returned it for a score, uh, had a couple short fields. I think Kentucky's really good. Was uh, they're not Georgia? Was yeah. Johnny Manziel in Texas when they beat Alabama? Is that in College Station? 20, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was College Station. Nick yeah. need to figure out how to get a two-for-one. I know they're on the same side, but going to College Station, wherever you stand, Nick, y'all need to stay somewhere else. Jimbo Fish has been waiting for that game, man. He's been talking all that mess, too, man, getting ready for something like that. So I was happy for him, at least, you know, because yeah. I know Fisher wanted that bad. Um, hmm. The One game that's moved a ton, and I'm curious where you guys opened, and uh, it's, it's Virginia Tech and Pitt. Virginia Tech just lost uh, somehow to my Irish. Uh, and now you got Pitt coming off a bye week. I thought some places open pick. I mean, has this just been a steady stream of Pittsburgh money coming in? Yeah, we, we're low, man. We I think we were around pick as low when we opened. And, you know, we respect Virginia Tech just as much as, you know, uh, you know where Pittsburgh is on our power rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, as soon as, like, <laughs> we opened it, we're trying to stay strong on where we opened it, pick one around there, and then we just kind of got booted up from two, two and a half to three. Um, I'm not really sure where we're at right now, but, you know, we had to follow the market just on, you know, where the money was kind of taking us. But, you know, we, we were we were lower on that game when we opened it, and, you know, we, we still respect that setup until now. When you look at the board this weekend, as we talked to Mo Pearson, win bet, is there a game that, you know, I always look for uh, that kind of, that fishy line. Um, I, I don't know if this game is fishy. I just think it's a good spot. You know, we talked about during the break, we were talking about, uh, Tennessee, Josh Heupel, we were talking about UCF, and I think Josh Heupel, personally, when it comes to running a program, I wasn't that impressed with it at UCF, but when he took over Scott Frost players, they continued to excel. He has figured it out a quarterback. It took a couple of weeks, but <laughs> Hendon Hooker is really, really playing well. Yeah, yeah Vatek guy, yeah, he was yeah, awesome. What have you seen with this game? Because I think the, my hunch is that the public is going to want to take the points with Mississippi, but maybe there's this smart money coming in on Tennessee at home. 
Oh, man. So we when we were discussing this, when we opened the line, we opened it a bit higher. Mm-hmm. You know, Tennessee's been awesome, and they've played against some teams that are on the lower side of the SEC between Mizzou, who's kind of yep. a dumpster fire right now. Yeah, they and, smoked um, Mizzou, smoked yeah. South Carolina. So, you know, it, it wasn't like, um, you know, we didn't have any respect for Tennessee, but just from a power ranking standpoint, you know, we had we bumped Ole Miss quite a bit, and we respected them. You know, that was a big game against Arkansas. You know, obviously they gave up, you know, 100 million points or whatever the case was, but... You know, the grit of that team and the talent of that team can hang with anybody. I think, you know, this is a point where, you know, Tennessee meets their match of, of guys that can score with them uh, and, and can win a game like this by six to ten points. So, you know, so. That, that's something that I, I, I kind of think in, in my, you know, personal thought. But I, I like Ole Miss going forward. We're, we're booking towards them right now. Okay. Bro, yeah. the total is 82. Of course, yeah. <laughs> huge. <laughs> huge. Uh, before I let the you... worst line out there, I don't know why you guys don't believe in the fighting Mel Tuckers. But under a touchdown in Indiana, Indiana stinks, man. <laughs> Not a panic. They're, they're open for is he business. Hurt? I feel like he's hurt every day, I'm man. Stop about it. I got to Everyone's open yeah. for business. Just like a screenshot since on no more. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> Mo, before we let you run, we got like 20 seconds. Sure. Clemson. What What do we do with Clemson? They're laying 13 and a half. They are have not covered a game against a FBS opponent. I don't think there's ever a time I can tell anybody to bet Clemson with Uyla Lay playing quarterback. I got a thing against Simone quarterbacks, man. <laughs> I got a personal thing, man. This Follow. is a dude with know. Clemson. Exactly what I told you before the season. Put him in the trash. <laughs> At Heed These Takes on Twitter. That's Mo Pearson. He's the man. Okay. Win back. Man, man, no doubt. It is the nightcap here on Beeson. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.